Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene. This is Rachel Fisher. Hi, this is Desi Jenikin. Hey, I Des- almost forgot who I was, <laughs> what I was doing. You're so excited for this episode. I am. Um, so I'm going to do the Patreon shout outs today. If you want to fo- uh, subscribe to us on patreon.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene, there's lots of other bonus content that you won't get anywhere else on Patreon, as well as ad-free episodes. So these people also subscribe. They're probably living it up on Patreon right now. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> there's a whole community there. Um, first, I'm going to give a special shout out to Matea. Because we said her name wrong. Oh, I know. So, hi, Matea. Hi, thank you, Matea. What if I said it wrong again? Oh, my God. That would be a really dumb bitch moment. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's correct. Um, Nam Fawn, Elsa, Patricia, Brett, Melissa, Amy, Joss, Mitch, Orlay, Mary, Marsha, Leah, Lucy, Michael, Andrea, Amber, Alex, Joe, Jesse. Emma, Chelsea, and Justin. Thank Thank you. you. All right, Desi. This is week three of Horror Movie versus Reality. And this week, we are talking about the true legend behind one of my childhood favorite horror movies, The Lady in White. Is it a true legend? Well, I mean, it's true (laughs) that it's a legend. (laughs) (laughs) It is true that people believe it. It is actually something people believe. Yeah. True. I mean, the belief is true. Who are we to judge? (laughs) They believe it's true. It's very true that it's a legend. That's true. (laughs) Lady in White came out in 1988. I watched it repeatedly as a kid. I loved it. It's creepy. It's got mystery. There's crime. It's... Lucas Haas. Yes. When he's little, it's, I loved it. And I watched it as an adult a few years ago and I'm like, still good. Still holds up. Cool. The effects are a little, mm, but (laughs) it's still good. Uh, So now you've dug into the true legend. (laughs) That's 100% true. Ghost sightings of a woman dressed in white have spanned centuries across the globe. Depending on the culture, the Lady in White's legend will vary a little, but many stories say that she has suffered some kind of tragedy. There are often elements of a betrayal, sometimes at the hands of a lover. She's an ethereal woman, a sad girl. She's the Lana Del Rey of ghosts. (laughs) Now, is the movie based on a particular story? Of her legend? Well, Desi, that's my next sentence. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) I finally did it to you. (laughs) When Frank Lelogia wrote the 1988 film Lady in White, 
He was inspired by his own hometown ghost in Rochester, New York. The White Lady of Duran Eastman Park has long been legend in the town. The town historian, Patricia Wayne, told local news station WROC that sometime in the 1800s, a woman and her teenage daughter lived near the park. One day, the daughter went for a walk down by the lake but never returned. Her mother would spend the rest of her life looking for her, and now her ghostly figure haunts the area. The Lady in White story varies, of course, as is the case with most legends. One version of this story has the woman's daughter being murdered by her boyfriend. Hmm. This theory has led some people to believe that the ghost only trusts women. Ooh. There does seem to be a lot of like love elements in some... I mean, this is like the mother-daughter element. But in a lot of these cases, there's a lot of like romantic elements to her story in a lot of different of the legends. I would say a lot of famous ghosts, it's like they're never like, oh, they died peacefully in their sleep. There's always some (laughs) kind of like dramatic end, yeah, right? That usually they're um, not over, right? Yeah. So love would make sense to kind of fit the bill for that. Right. Yeah. There was a woman in white ghost that haunted one of my best friend in high school's house. Oh. And, and <laughs> everyone in the house who lived in that house had an had some kind of encounter with her, including myself, who did oh. not live in the house. But this ghost was particularly fond of men and didn't like women. Oh, you mentioned her before. I've mentioned her before. Mm-hmm. All the men who lived in the house had seen the ghost at one point or another. They had like seen one of one of the boys who lived in the house had seen her on the staircase. The encounter that I had with her was I was sleeping in the bed of my friend's stepbrother who I was dating at the time. Does that That's make sense? another episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up in the middle of the night because something pushed me really hard. And I was about to, I thought it was the dude, like, pushing me out of the bed, and he was fast asleep. She's like, get out, ho. (laughs) That's what we all came, that's the conclusion we all came to. Yeah. Was that she was jealous. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. There's always some kind of, like, love element. Definitely. Now, to finish up with this ghost in Rochester, New York, this this is like that park where she haunts. Yeah. They do candlelight ghost tours there. Ooh. In 2017, the Democrat and Chronicle reported on a tree in the park that had been ripped apart by a windstorm, leaving behind a shape in the wood that looked eerily like the woman in white ghost. And I'm going to show you a picture of this. Okay. I think it looks I think it looks like a ghost in this tree. So it's here. It's like something in the tree. What do you think? Oh, I thought someone was hanging there. <laughs> that definitely looks like something. Because when you showed it to me, I thought that that was someone. No, it's just the bark ripped apart in the shape mm, of a woman. That's cool. I was like shocked. Like I clicked it's on shocking. this. I clicked on this article. I'm like, how much is it really going to look like it? That's what I thought when you showed it to me. I was like, well, who's standing there? <laughs> They should get out of the way so I can see the fucking tree. (laughs) So obviously locals in the town were like, oh my God, it's the woman in white. Yeah, because it's kind of scary. It's definitely something where if you 
were walking by, you'd be like, what's going on with that woman? Like, that's how, how much it looks like something. And then you'd be like, oh, it's bark. Yeah. Oh, it's just the lady in white. (laughs) (laughs) In Ireland, the white lady of Kinsdale is a ghost that haunts Charles Fort in County Cork. Legend has it that the daughter of a commander married one of the soldiers from the fort, and on their wedding night, the bride's father shot and killed her new husband accidentally because he thought he was someone else. Mm. So obviously, the daughter was upset about this, that her dad killed her husband. And the dad felt bad too, so he killed himself. Wow. Now the daughter was really upset. That didn't solve anything. <laughs> because now her husband was dead and her dad was yeah. dead. So she flung herself off a cliff. So she's dead too. All three of them are dead now. Wow. Wedding night. On the wedding night? That all happened on the wedding night. Holy crap. Yeah, they get married and there's somebody who's like passed out and like drunk and it's the husband. But the dad thought it was someone else and he shot him. On the wedding night. On the wedding night. Did he kill himself the wedding night? Everybody killed themselves on the wedding <laughs> That's night. That's <Jesse>. crazy. <laughs> it's like Shakespeare. Yeah. Everybody died. So this woman, her ghost now wanders the area in her white wedding dress. Oh. That's a classic ghost costume is a wedding dress. Absolutely. Or a prom dress. Any kind of white dress. Well, it's that's why we're convenient. doing an episode. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to be a ghost, die in white. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Japanese ghosts known as yurei are seen wearing white. There are several different kinds of these ghosts, and not all of these spirits are benign. Fans of J-horror will be familiar with Onryo, who is a type of spirit that seeks to enact revenge. She appears in a white kimono with long, black, messy hair. The physical depiction of this this ghost dates back to Edo-era Japan. She is famously represented as Sadako Yamamuro in Japan's Ringu series. Her westernized counterpart was, of course, later featured in the American Ring movies. That's funny, because I thought of... What is her name? Samara? Yeah. I thought of her when you described her with the messy, like, long hair. Yeah. And the white dress. That's who I pictured. That's based on a real ghost. I didn't know that. A real Japanese ghost. That's very a uh, scary character. And I've seen the originals, too. Uh, the Ringo movies. They're scary. They're so scary. And that girl is fucking scary. <laughs> I saw the ring in the theater when it came out when I was 16 and I went with my stepmom and her friend who we went to the movies with a lot and he hated every single movie we ever went to. (laughs) Like he always had some like dick comment that he would make after the movies. And I remember all three of us left the ring and I was like so pumped because I loved it. And I was also terrified beyond belief. I was like shaking and (laughs) Like, as soon as the lights come on in the theater, he could, he just goes, utter crap. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That movie is very good. I know, but that's why it was so funny. <laughs> he, said, he said that about literally every fucking movie we saw. Oh, my God. I would have fucking lost it. Like, it was like, 
Every, you could just tell the vibe in the movie theater was like everyone loved it. And he just utter crap. Oh, my. Wait, this is your mom's friend? My stepmom's friend. Okay, okay. Yeah. Just. <laughs> <laughs> but the ring is very scary. And, and Ringu is very scary as well. So Ringu was actually inspired by the true story of a servant named Okiku who worked at the Himeji Castle in the 14th century. That story will have to be told on another installment of Horror Movie versus Reality. Okay. So I put it in Sounds the good. I put it in the dock for next year. Nice. We'll see what we can do there. A woman in white is said to haunt Quezon City. I'm so sorry, I know I pronounced that wrong. In the Philippines, According to Esquire Philippines, this ghost likes to hang out on the side of the road looking for a ride. Ooh, going my way? She, <laughs> she's one of those hitchhiker ghosts. I don't like those. She will sometimes appear in your back seat as you're driving by. No. <laughs> no. I'm scared of that. That's the scariest kind of ghost. I always look in my backseat. I'm scared. That's like, I'm so scared of that. Of ghosts? No, I'm scared of someone's behind me with a piano wire. <laughs> I don't know. I think I saw it in a movie and like, I always think about someone like putting it around my neck while I'm driving. Like you're in a giallo film? Yeah. <laughs> it's very unlikely. Like prog rock is going to start playing? A ghost would probably be more likely to happen. <laughs> so this woman will appear in your backseat as you're driving, and she's apparently been blamed for several accidents. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Look, you get in a drunk driving accident and you're at fault, You just it was the ghost. It's dark in the back. <laughs> <laughs> in Coventry, England, the lady in white legend supposedly had a chokehold on the kids in the 80s and 90s, at least according to Coventry Telegraph reporter Danny Thompson. He said that his older brother, who was attending school at Whitley Abbey, told him about the tale of the woman in white who haunted the campus, as well as the nearby Whitley Woods. Though the school was relatively new, the site of the school was once home to a centuries-old manor, and this woman in white was apparently of that time. According to Thompson's brother, the legend was that sometime in the 1600s, this woman living at the manor wasn't allowed to marry who she wanted to because her father said no. Ugh. Now, her dad was the lord of the manor. so Lord he, of the manor. And, he was, <laughs> and if you're the lord of the manor, you are allowed to tell your daughter who they don't want to marry. Yeah. That's like... They need to have like a good family. It needs to bring something to the table. He probably wasn't of like her station. Yeah. Or like in Game of Thrones. It's like, well, what, what, how does this bolster our uh, power structure. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like I looked at your DNA 23 and me and you're only 0.5% related. That's not enough. Yeah. You need to be at least 25% related Absolutely. to marry my daughter. Pure. So the woman put on a white wedding dress, climbed to the top of the house and jumped to her death. Mm. A variation of that legend has the woman accidentally falling down a flight of stairs to her death. Tragically, though, a very real crime did occur at that school in 1983 involving two students. 
15-year-old Patrick McElwee stabbed his classmate, 15-year-old Carl Ridley, 26 times, killing him. Whoa. Carl's body was found the following morning just outside the woods near the school. Patrick was eventually sent to Mossside Mental Hospital in Liverpool. Now, according to the author of this piece in the Coventry Telegraph, kids at the school would say that this kid who murdered his classmate was driven to madness by the sight of this ghost who roamed the campus. Now, look, that's obviously not true. Yeah. But that is a very kid rumor to spread. Right. To take like a real life tragedy... And add this supernatural. And, and add like the supernatural boogeyman element to well, it. Also helps to process it. If you can think that there's an outside reason, right? Like, yes, yeah. absolutely. Should we take a break here? Sure. I don't even know how much time has passed. <laughs> Let's okay. just take a break for okay. fun. Okay, bye. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. A lady in white is famously said to haunt my hometown, the San Francisco Bay Area, specifically Stowe Lake in Golden Gate Park. Oh. She is often referred to as the Lady of the Lake. This is a very famous San Francisco ghost. They love lakes. These white lady ghosts. Yeah. They do love lakes. Something to hover over. (laughs) Yeah. Come out of the fog. (laughs) Let's continue. For over a century, people have reported seeing the ghostly vision of a woman dressed in white appearing on the lake during foggy nights. (laughs) See? (laughs) She loves fog and mist. And it, it kind of blends in with her dress. It's very, that's what I said. It's very ethereal. Yeah. She's beautiful. The San Francisco Chronicle reported on this ghost all the way back in 1908. Damn. This was like a full article. The headline reads, Park Ghost Holds Up Automobile Party. An automobile party? (laughs) That sounds fun. (laughs) Well, the party... Hey, guys. (laughs) Going to the automobile party? That's not what it meant. It meant the party of people inside the car. (laughs) I was like, is that what they did when cars first came around? They'd all just get together with their cars and have a party. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. Hey, I got a horn, too. (laughs) Revit. Now, this article is so old that it also refers to automobiles as machines. You know, when they used to call them that too. The article. (laughs) I'm just going to read this article because it's incredible. I'm going to read most of this. The park police have been asked to arrest a ghost. (laughs) How do they handcuff her? The spectral visitor to the city's big playground blocked the passage of an automobile owned by Arthur Pigeon. <laughs> Just before dawn yesterday, 
and had several of the women occupants in the machine in a state bordering on hysteria. Wow. Now, I would like to know why this man, Arthur Pigeon, was driving around with a car full of bitches. Seriously. What was he doing? Why were they going to the lake? They were going to have a lake fuck orgy. He's like, let's train it. Start a train. Just me. I'm the caboose. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) according to Pigeon, the thing stood directly in front of the speeding automobile clad in a luminous white robe and holding its arms extended as though to stop the progress of the machine. It was first seen by one of the women occupants in the machine. She emitted a streak of terror, and Pigeon, who was at the tiller, looked to one side of the south drive. What he saw caused him to send the machine ahead at full speed. The auto sped at its best clip for nearly half a mile when it was overtaken and stopped by mounted policeman D.A. Daly. He commanded the occupants to stop, and they did so reluctantly. All of them were shaking and wide-eyed with terror. We were held up by a ghost, gasped Pigeon. I like how, I like knowing that they were literally going eight miles an hour. Right. Like that's top speed. (laughs) 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 Policeman Daly, to whom the park had no terrors, smiled knowingly. He Mm. even insinuated that a visit to the beach resorts might produce ghosts or spirits. But Pigeon insisted that the automobile had been held up by something supernatural. He's like, I'm not joking. Yeah. A ghost tried to kill us. They're all white with terror. (laughs) The article continues saying that the policeman said, well, okay, how about we all go back there and you guys can point out the ghost to me and then I'll arrest it. So he's joking. I guess. Yeah. At that point, the one of the women in the car started screaming again. Because she was like, I'm not going back there. I, we saw this ghost there. I can't go back. Whatever they saw was that scary. Now, the driver of the car, this guy, Arthur Pigeon, is like, fine, I'll go back. Ladies, you wait here. So we got everyone out of the car. All these women waited on the side of the road. I'll be back, hoes. (laughs) (laughs) This night's not done. (laughs) I can't wait to find out that that's like his daughters or something. (laughs) So he drives back to the spot with the cop. And when they arrived, Pigeon pointed to the cypress tree and said, that's where she was. Now, by this time, the cop has his hand on his gun and he's approaching the tree. But of course, he didn't find anything there. Yeah. Ghosts don't just hang around right long after you see them. Yeah. But this cop, look, he was like, I just want to shoot something. Yeah. I'll shoot this ghost. He's got... He's going to shoot a ghost, go right through her. (laughs) What an idiot. (laughs) The article in the paper quoted Pigeon as saying, It was a thin, tall figure in white and seemed to shine. It had long, fair hair and was barefooted. I did not notice the face. I was too frightened and anxious to to get away from the place. After that, the police captain was informed on the manor, and he ordered that any ghost matching this description be arrested on site. Wow. <laughs> Does that mean he thinks it was someone tricking him? Or is he still talking about arresting a ghost? <laughs> the paper made it seem like the police captain was interested in arresting a ghost. 
Is this the first reporting of the one in San Francisco? Yes. Okay. This is the earliest one. Right. So they don't have a history yet. They don't have like the, oh, that's just... That's just the lady in white or whatever. That's the lady on the lake. Yeah. According to a 2017 SF Gate article by Katie Dowd, the Lady of the Lake legend goes that in 1906, a woman had taken her baby out for a walk in the park. She took her eyes off the baby carriage for a moment before realizing it had disappeared. She was apparently seen running into the lake looking for her child and was never seen from again, (gasps) heard, seen, or heard from again. Oh my God. So this baby carriage presumably rolled into the lake and the woman went running in after it and disappeared. That's really scary. Yeah. This article mentions that around this same time, Golden Gate Park seemed to be a common spot for people to commit suicide, so much so that there was a full-page spread in the paper devoted to the 87 suicides that had occurred in the park over the last 10 years. I went I read this article like this original article from 1900, it's crazy. The article lists the names, occupations, ages, and methods of suicide by <gasps> each individual. Oh my gosh. Like, papers, papers used to be a lot more willy-nilly about just like printing very personal information. Right, because now you can barely find out that kind of information. Yeah. Even when you're looking for it. No, like- this was like a very graphic and it was wild. Could all of these tragic events be the cause for all the paranormal activity surrounding the surrounding Stowe Lake and Golden Gate Park? Among the long list of suicides, only one was by drowning, and it was a man whose death was later ruled a homicide. So that can't be her. No. Only four women among the 87 were among these tragic deaths. Perhaps one of them is Our Lady of the Lake. The SF Gate article suggests that the Lady of Stowe Lake's death might have occurred after this article was written. According to Golden Gate Park's official website, the the Lady of the Lake can sometimes be seen rising from the lake at night. Sometimes she inhabits a statue in the park. The statue is not of the Lady in the Lake. It's this statue called the Pioneer Woman. But you know how like in Ghostbusters 2 when the ghosts go into things like the Stay Puff. Oh no, right. it's in the first one in the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Yeah. But then you know when the ghost goes into the Statue of Liberty? Yes. And so, it starts animated. It gets animated. So like people say that the lady in white will animate this statue that's already in the park. I keep thinking of the Haunted Mansion. Sorry. <laughs> that's like my only point of reference. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what do you think about? Because there's like some stone yes. statues in that end area they're and they're puffs. animated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of comical to me. Because <laughs> they kind of look like the three students. Yes, they do. Because one of them's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> do, boo, boo, boo. <laughs> Um, that's exactly what I thought when I was reading this article. <laughs> but I also thought about the Statue of Liberty yes. in, in Ghostbusters too. So the statue supposedly comes to life, searching the park for her baby. The statue may also ask you, have you seen my baby? I don't want to confront that. <laughs> 
if you answer yes, she'll haunt you. If you answer no, she'll kill you. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I was so this this section, this is like on the official Golden Gate Park website, but it's like the website is in like an old blog format. Right. So there's comments on each like on this article. Yes. And the first comment is some guy and it says, bullshit. <laughs> It's it's your stepmom's friend. <laughs> He's on the vlog now. The, it's just this first is this older. It's this like fifty year old guy. It's like I see his profile picture and he goes bullshit. Why is he so angry? Somebody somebody commented below and they were like, well, "Why don't you go there and find out for yourself, Gary?" Yeah, just move on if it's not interesting to you. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> he was so furious. In Easton, Connecticut, a lady in white ghost haunts the Union Cemetery. Local man Rod Vesky told the local NBC affiliate of his encounter with the ghost while he drove past the cemetery one night. I saw a woman standing farther up the road, so I tapped on the brakes. As I tapped on the brakes, I felt something touch me. I looked over, and there was a gentleman sitting in my seat. <gasps> then he said he saw the lady in white standing up ahead, and she raised her hand up. From, and he continues, and what I remember the most was her hand got very large. As soon as that happened, I looked over, and the image I had seen next to me disappeared. As I got over the hill, the road seemed to turn red until I got to the bottom, where there's another church and the road and everything disappeared. That's a direct quote from him. It's difficult to... It's, it's right. really funny. But basically what happened to this guy is he's driving past this cemetery. He sees the lady in white up ahead on the road in front of him. And then he turns, he turns and sees in the passenger seat some other dude sitting next to him. Also a ghost? Yeah, because he disappeared. Mm-hmm. There is also a white lady ghost in Monroe, Connecticut, where that's where the Warrens are from. Oh. So you know they got involved. This is the most satanic thing I've ever seen. (laughs) That's what they say about everything. Everything, they say that. A 1998 article in the Monroe Sun said this about a haunting at a local cemetery. Two Transformers caught on... (laughs) What's it? That's like a car. No, it's like those boxes or oh, something. Okay, well, two of them caught on fire. Not the um, Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> Robots in disguise. <laughs> two Transformers caught on fire in front of Stepney Cemetery off Route 25. Glenn Pennell, a fireman, raced to the scene in his pickup truck. A police officer was with him. As Pennell arrived at the cemetery, he was horrified to see a woman wearing white, a white gown, dart in front of his truck. I slammed on the brakes, Pennell said, and I hit her. (laughs) What? (laughs) The impact was like I hit a brick wall. The woman rolled up onto the hood of the truck and fell to the ground. (laughs) I'm sorry, this sounds like you hit someone. This doesn't sound like a ghost. (laughs) He's like, yeah, I hit someone, but it was a ghost. I don't know what happened to her. (laughs) 
the impact was like I hit a brick wall. The woman rolled up on the hood of the truck and fell to the ground. A woman driving behind Pennell shouted at him, How could you hit that woman? <laughs> Did you see? Why is this guy admitting this? She's like, Hey, what's the idea? <laughs> Uh, Pennell's grief gave way to fear when he looked around his truck and found nothing there, yet the front of his truck was dented. It was not a deer or a cow, Pennell said. It was a woman, a solid object. I think this guy really hit someone and is blaming it on the ghost. And then he refers to her as a solid object. In 1913, New York newspaper The Sun did a spread on the hauntings at the site of a brutal murder in Chicago. In 1879, the owner of a Chicago sausage company named Adolf Lutgert murdered... (laughs) (laughs) Let me get through this. Murdered his wife and disposed of her in a... And disposed of her body in a vat of acid at his sausage factory. What the hell? (laughs) This is like the Joker origin story or something. I... We need to do this story, and I figured out a loophole that we can do this story Okay, for our main show. (laughs) Movie versus reality, the real sausage king of Chicago. (laughs) Does that work? Sure. I mean, I'm pretty loose. (laughs) Uh, This story's insane. It sounds good. This guy... He owns this sausage company, and then he kills his wife at the sausage factory. Yeah. We don't know what happened to those sausages after that. I mean, it's very Sweeney Todd. It's very suspicious to me. Yeah. Anyway, find out more on a future episode of Hollywood Crime mm-hmm. Scene. He was convicted and sentenced to prison where he died. After his, deaths, after his death, both him and his wife were said to haunt the factory as well as their nearby home. So this 1913 article in the New York Sun is talking about all the haunted paranormal activity that's going down at this sausage factory and at the home Mm -hmm. of this guy who murdered his wife. The article says, One of the ghosts is described as a tall, corpulent man with a black mustache, clad in a black suit with a white linen shirt and collar, a black tie, and a black derby hat. Now that sounds like a Haunted Mansion character. Totally. The other is said to be a woman in a white, in a gown of white lace and long, dark, flowing hair loosely down her back. These descriptions fit Lugert and his wife. Mrs. Lutgert was buried in such a gown. Now neither ghost has appeared together at the same time. They always show up separately. Well, she probably doesn't want to be around. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. She's giving him the cold shoulder. He murdered her. Stuck in a fucking barrel. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rude. Yeah. So this house is fucking haunted. This must be one of the most haunted places in America. Oh. Not to sound like Ed and Lorraine <laughs> Warren, but I truly think this is one of the most haunted places. Okay. At the time of the 1913 article about the ghosts, the home had been converted into five apartments. Wow. So now there's all these people living in the house. 
A woman named Mrs. Harpling, who lived in one of the apartments, said that one night she awoke to find a woman dressed in white standing at the foot of her bed. Another woman in the building, Mrs. Krauss, had nightly visitations. Every single night at midnight, the dresser in her room would be pulled several feet from the wall, and all of the contents on top of it would be shaken off. Does she have a cat? I was kidding. <laughs> That is cat behavior. Mrs. Harpling's 12-year-old daughter, Vera, saw the ghost. A woman in white appeared to her one evening while she was reading a book in the parlor. At first, Vera thought this, that this woman standing before her must have been someone who had come over to the house to see her mom. But before she could realize that this was not a live human in the flesh, the ghost disappeared. That's scary. Like, she got scared after. Well, because... That's like always scary in a movie where you think you're talking to someone (gasps) and it's like a ghost or something. That scares me. That's like also kind of in the same vein as the classic, like, he died. Yeah, totally. 16 years ago. (laughs) The article continues with a story from 18-year-old Myra Berger, who lived in the building with her family at the time. She said... I have seen both ghosts many times. One of the most harrowing experiences happened a week ago. I had come home from work a little late and was eating my lunch in the dining room. It was close to midnight when I heard a noise in the parlor and a sudden startling sensation of not being alone. I glanced into the dim parlor and saw the figure of a man, tall, powerfully built, standing in the corner near the front window. While I looked too frightened to scream, the figure came toward me. It paused directly under the arch between the parlor and the dining room and placed one hand on one of the pillars of the arch and stood staring at me out and stood staring at me out of wide open glassy expressionless eyes. I could see it plainly. Its face was a deathly pallor. It made no motion, uttered no sound, just stood and stared blankly at me. Wow. That's scary. That's a pretty um, long experience, right? Like He walks over and just stares. That's so creepy. The next time she encountered the ghost, her sister Hattie was with her. Both girls were awakened to footsteps coming from the dining room, and the footsteps started approaching Mm. closer to their bedroom. Mm. Then (laughs) Then their bedroom door creaked open slowly. And there he was again, standing in the hallway. He vanished after a few minutes. Another night, the sisters awoke at the same time to see a woman dressed in white at the foot of their bed. The woman also stared at them with the same wide-eyed, expressionless gaze. The girl screamed, and she disappeared. Another night, Myra saw the woman again, but this time the woman in white was standing at her dresser with her back turned to her. That's that's scary. That's even scarier for some reason. Because you know they're going to turn around and have an evil face. <laughs> what happened next was worse to me. Oh, no. The woman looked up and Myra saw her reflection in the mirror. <gasps> Ooh. That's fucked. I'm trying to like picture it. Like she's standing at the dresser and Myra's like, sees this woman standing in her dresser and then Myra looks in the mirror and then that's when she sees the ghost face in the mirror. I see, yeah. Okay. Like the ghost was like fixing her makeup. 
Ooh. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's when the ghost turned around and started walking toward Myra. When she screamed, the ghostly woman in white disappeared. Myra and Hattie's other sister, Anna, described her own experience. One evening, about nine o'clock, I saw the figure of a woman in a white gown and with her hair down the back, standing in the parlor. I screamed at the top of my voice. The woman did not vanish, but seemed to drift like a white mist to the front of the room. My mother, sisters, and little brother came running to my side. My mother caught up a chair to break over the intruder's head. Anna's mother is holding this chair in her hand, getting ready to beat this intruder's ass. And Anna's mom's like, what's going on? What's going on? And Anna's pointing at this ghost and going, there, there. But the mom couldn't see anything. Oh. Neither could anyone else who had come downstairs or come right. down to this room. So Anna was clearly seeing this woman in white standing in this parlor room. Right. No one else can see it. She then said, then my mother turned on an electric switch, and as the room was lighted, the figure of the woman vanished. I was terribly frightened, but could not help laughing at the thought of my mother brandishing a chair with which to knock a ghost over the head. The girl's mother said, I did not believe in ghosts until I moved into this flat two years ago. She hasn't seen the ghosts, but she has experienced her own creepy stuff, like weird noises and shit. Right. Two different families who lived in the building apparently moved because they were so unsettled by the paranormal activity at this apartment building. During the time those apartments were empty, Myra and Hattie's mother heard footsteps coming from the vacant apartments above them. She also said she experienced a gas jet in the kitchen turn off before her eyes. I can't comprehend that being scary because I don't know what a gas jet is. Doesn't sound that scary. Is it just like the ga- the gas burner going out or something? She was like, it went off. I'm like maybe you need to get it checked. Yeah, I mean that's not that scary. But maybe if a lot of spooky stuff is happening, everything becomes kind of like, what's that? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. See, that's one of the problems with living in a haunted house is then it's just everyday occurrences. You're overthinking everything, and you can't get anything done. Exactly. You're so preoccupied. <laughs> What's that sound? Well, because like now let's say we talk about this where we're like, oh, it's the cat. And then you see the cat by you. Like, you know what I mean? <sighs> like you can always kind of like put it off on the cat making something stupid. Yeah, or, I do that a yeah. lot. But if you have, so I feel like for them, it's like the cat is the ghost. Everything becomes the ghost doing something. Because the right. vibe is probably are always creepy. Do you know what I mean? Like living there. Right. It's probably always off. Right. Um, yeah. I just feel like you wouldn't be able to get anything done. No. Because you, at the, at the worst case, you'd be like, why? I don't want someone watching me. <laughs> what are they doing? Show yourself. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like lurking and watching. Yeah. It's it'd be creepy. so distracting. Yeah. So this woman, the mom, she called a priest who instructed her to sprinkle holy water throughout mm. the apartment. But that only worked for a short time. This was like temporary holy water. Okay. The ghosts came back, and eventually they appeared to become immune to the holy water. Wow. This site, to this day, is like still housing. It's still apartments. And do people still report stuff? 
I didn't go that deep. Okay. If you live in the former sausage king of Chicago's <laughs> murder house, right into the show, if you know anyone who lives there. Yeah. We know people from Chicago. We do know people from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Or we have listeners there. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you've heard of this place, if you've been around there, let us know. Yeah. I think this place is very haunted. I believe it. Anywhere where a murder happened can probably be haunted. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Or have a bad vibe. It's definitely going to have a bad vibe. Yeah. At the very least. And that's our Lady in White ghost story episode. Great. I didn't know any of these. Oh, good. I didn't know. I haven't seen the movie either. You got to see the movie. I, I keep meaning to. I'm just like, you know how you get in like non-movie phases? Yeah. You just want to watch short episodes for five hours. <laughs> It's like the same amount of time as watching two movies, yeah. but it's different. No, I get it. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to record our after show now. That is available at the $5 tier on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. I'll put a link in the show notes. Also, we don't just have the after show up there. We also have ad-free episodes of our main and mini episodes, and we have bonus episodes as well, stuff that is you're also not going to find... Yeah. On the main feed. Also, check out Bitch Slap. Check out our new podcast, Bitch Slap. Anywhere you get your podcasts. All one word, Bitch Slap. Yeah. It's been very fun. Um, Okay, great. We'll see see you. Bye. Bye.